Cole Holcomb's 26 years old. Elandon Roberts is 28. Both are welcome additions to this roster, but neither of them really makes the defense any younger. And I kind of think that's got to start happening soon. Good morning to you. Good Tuesday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Steelers. It comes your way bright and early every weekday. If you're into hockey and or baseball, I also offer Daily Shots of Penguins and Pirates where you found this. I am not here in any way, shape, or form to critique Omar Khan's offseason to date. I have liked almost everything about it, including the stuff that's been a surprise. I didn't foresee one, let alone two, guards being added to the offensive line. And if you'll forgive me the little interlude here, when I see not one, but two guards added, I mostly find myself thinking about how the team is going to draft a left tackle, because you can't get a left tackle through free agency unless you're prepared to commit a massive percentage of your salary cap space to that individual. So if you're addressing your offensive line by going at the interior, by getting a starter and by getting a depth guy in Isaac Salomalo and Nick Herbig respectively, then you're probably setting up for one of those picks, 17, 32, or 49 in the draft, to be a left tackle or alignment at another position that the Steelers feel could slide to left tackle, although that's usually not the direction in which these things go in college. And honestly, I'd have no problem with that, but only because the Steelers have one, two, three picks in the top 50. What can you expect at Point Park University in downtown Pittsburgh? Respect Rigor, relevance, that's the Point Park pledge. You'll be treated with respect while being challenged and supported academically to graduate with career-ready, relevant skills. Visit pointpark.edu to learn more. All I'm saying is that out of 17, 32, and 49, here's hoping for a whole bunch of reasons that the defense benefits more than the offense. I know nobody wants to hear that. I know the meme that took off last season. I was paid, overpaid. Da, 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 da. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. How your cap is balanced in one direction or the other between offense and defense, and for that matter, even throwing in special teams, doesn't matter at all. Because the only thing that's signified by it is that you've got X amount of experience on this side and Y amount of experience on the other. Nothing else. It's not a matter of being cheap or high paid or overpaid because everyone's operating under the same salary cap. So please stop talking about the highest paid defense. It doesn't matter. It's emblematic of exactly nothing. If you want to talk about a trend that's related to the defense that does matter, and I think it matters in the year 2023, not just down the road, it's that the defense is, for the most part, old, and that needs to change. Roberts, who just signed his contract with the Steelers, met with us via Zoom because he's out of town yesterday. And here's a little bit of what he had to say about coming to the Steelers. 
I've always said to myself, my wife, if I had the opportunity, you know, it'd be hard to pull me uh, from that one. And, um, you know, God don't make mistakes. I joked with uh, Coach Mike and uh, the GM and assistant GM talking about it took seven years. But, you know, God time is be right on. So I'm excited for the opportunity. I'm excited to be a Pittsburgh student. That's awesome. You can't beat that. You can't beat that level of enthusiasm. That's why I'm going to insist to you here that I'm not suggesting that older players lack this or that in terms of energy. But there is a special kind of dynamism that comes from young players that can't be replicated even once you get into your late 20s, never mind crossing into your 30s in the National Football League. And I feel like this team needs some of that on that side of the ball in order to maintain its current identity and the one that it's held, really, if you think about it, for the last five years. And that is they will come and get you and they will come and get the football. Now, you can say, hey, listen, they're going to come and get you. They're going to come and get the football just because you have T.J. Watt, because you have Alex Highsmith coming off of all those sacks, and you have Minka Fitzpatrick in your secondary. And, oh, by the way, you led the NFL in interceptions, in large part because you have Minka Fitzpatrick. All of that sounds great and sounds wonderful, but there's not enough. And the way that I know that is there's a certain piece of this Jenga puzzle that when you pull him out, everything else gets exposed and you know exactly who I'm referring to. With TJ, the Steelers have this wonderful defense. Without him, they're just they're just there. They just kind of exist. And that's because at far too many positions out of the starting 11, they lack dynamism. We lay a lot of that on the inside linebackers because Miles Jack, Devin Bush, Robert Spillane generated almost no splash. Didn't get their hands on the ball, didn't force fumbles, didn't get to the quarterback. But was there really enough out of the defensive line with the polite exemption of Cam Hayward? I liked what Larry Ogunjobi brought at times, especially when he was healthy and later on was really feeling it, maybe you know, getting closer to contract time. But I didn't see any kind of general explosion there. I also didn't see it from the secondary members who were on the inside. I love Arthur Millette, okay? A meaning like as a guy and everything else and the passion that he has for the game. But I'm talking about splash and explosion plays. And that comes with youth. It just does. I'm sorry. And this defense needs to begin. Uh, if I say rebuilding, you'll bite my head off. But it needs to begin. Oh, it, rebuilding. Okay. It, it has to begin rebuilding because you can't just go an entire decade and change and not add a defensive line and just say, well, Cam's going to hold it together from now until the end of time. He's not. He's not. And you can't keep patchworking it either. I mean, they. Had Tyson Alulu come back even after he'd lost the previous season, he was in his mid-30s. Now you're bringing Larry back, and I'm all right with having Larry back, okay? I just want to see more fire from the defense, and that, to me, has to come from this draft. When we come back, J1Q. 
This segment of Daily Shot is brought to you by our good friends at Mike's Beer Bar. They're located on Federal Street, directly across from PNC Park. Mike has more than 500 beers on tap, including from more than 50 local breweries. Stop in and say hello. Tell Mike we sent you. Mike's Beer Bar. Today's J1Q comes from Cody, who says, DK, I know you like Mitch Trubisky as a backup, but I don't see it with him. Is there a scenario where you think we could get better value at backup? For example, if Mason Rudolph is amicable to coming back for a multi-year deal at 4 to $5 million per, and you can find a trade for Trubisky for a fourth or fifth round pick, should the Steelers consider doing it to clear up some cap space? There's a lot there, and I either don't agree or don't see as plausible any of it. <laughs> okay, so let me let me go about picking it apart. First of all, I like Trubisky as a backup in the current context, meaning I know for a fact since I've witnessed it myself that Kenny Pickett and Trubisky get along famously and that they support each other when the other is placed in the starting role. Now, obviously, you want to see Kenny make 17 starts. But in those situations, Mitch hasn't been a baby about it. He hasn't stomped about it. He's got a competitive spirit to him, so he's going to want to start. But he earned that offensive captaincy, which I'm sure, by the way, he won't be able to keep for another year, honestly. And he also comes with a skill set that while it's not identical to Kenny's has enough similarities to it that between the way the two of them play and the two of them would be operating in the same Matt Canada system, they're going to be able to help each other out a lot more than, I don't know, you want to just throw a name in the hat here, Matt Ryan, okay, let's say Matt Ryan comes in and he's your backup and he's like 900 years old or whatever, and you're going to say, Matt Ryan, you're going to be the mentor. How can he be the mentor? Look at the version of Matt Ryan that existed in the 2022 season. Look at who that player was and what he was, and tell me how that individual would be of greater value to Kenny than someone like Mitch, who can actually still play this system that's there in front of him. Mason will not come back. You can take that one to any bank that isn't the Silicon Valley bank in the country. He is not coming back. I watched Mason with my own eyes leave that locker room, and he did so with a purpose. Mason will not be back in Pittsburgh. And finally to this, when you talk about the cap space, um, how do I put this? There is an unwieldy amount of cap space that's committed to Mitch. Okay, He doesn't feel like somebody that you should be paying that $8 million to. But I'm here to tell you that the way sports executives, and this goes across sports, when they think about these things, they look at money that's assigned to positions. And the Steelers are going to enter this coming season, I can promise you this, among the lowest spending teams in the league at the quarterback position. Why? Well, plain and simple, Kenny's still on his rookie deal. He's still there, and he's going to be there for a while. 
So if you take Kenny's salary and you take Mitch's salary and you take whoever it is that they get as a third stringer and you put them all together and they don't even equal 20, you're doing really, really well for cap management at the most important position on the field. What you don't want to have is a situation like 2019 where Ben goes down early and it's, oh my God, the season's over. This way, with Mitch in tow, you've got someone who can step in, uh, take over the offense, and I know it's not something that's going to excite anybody thinking about it, but hey, I'm not the one that concussed Kenny twice last season, okay? That was real, and that's something that you have to plan for when you're running a sports franchise. So yeah, actually, the first, the very first thing that you said, Cody... You had me on, which is that I like having Mitch as the backup. I do. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Steelers. We'll do another one of these tomorrow. 